Warning, the Catholic Man Show is about to begin. If you're looking for a dull, feel-good religion, or clap your hands, sit around the campfire kumbaya, you've come to the wrong place. We are dealing with toxic levels of authentic masculinity. I would say good luck, but luck is for pagans. Welcome to the Catholic Man Show. On the Lord's team, the winning side. So raise your glass. Feels good to be a winner. It does feel good to be a winner. It feels good to wake up and just knowing that you're on the winning team. Yeah. Feels good. I just wake up knowing I'm, I'm a winner. Up. Yep. Whereas like Satanists wake up and they're like, I'm a loser. Dang it. I'm going to fight for the losing team. That's why they're angry and feminists. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and make bad beer in Texas. You've heard about this. No. Oh, yeah. They they actually had a black mass sponsored by a brewery in Texas, of all places. Not some heathen place in the north. I heard about a black mass in Texas just recently. Sponsored by a brewery. Is it the Evil Twin Brewing? Is that what it was? I don't even know. Yeah. Please tell me it was not Evil Twin Brewing because we've had some other beer on the show. No, I don't think it was them. Good. Yeah. Good. But I'm sure some of our commentators can tell us. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Let us know so that way we, we won't Why would we'll a brewery, stop buying that beer. What is in it for a brewery to sponsor a black mass? Like, mm, unless they're Satanists themselves. Just I, don't, pu- I don't get it either. I mean, yeah. uh, just uh, publicity, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that is that is an effective way to get publicity sure. if that's what you're looking for. I'm kind of glad we don't know their name. So, ha. Yeah. 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 No free publicity. T- take, for take that. that. <laughs> take it. <laughs> Once, you're still a loser. <laughs> We're over here on the winning side. You know what? Anybody can come be on the winning side. That's that's what's great about it is we're inviting people like, hey, come be a winner with us. Yeah. In fact, as a winner, your job is to create more winners. Right. Like, c- just come and join us. You don't have to stay a loser. But right yeah. now, you are, in fact, a loser. Yeah. If you're over there. So, like. We already have a blessed, blessed Bartolo Longo, who was a Satanist. A satanic priest Ooh. turned blessed. What? Yes, I did not know that. I didn't know that either. I want to. I want to find out about yeah. this guy. Yeah. Well, and he's got an awesome name. Yeah, blessed. Say it again. Bartolo Longo. You know what? Like blessed Bartolo Longo sounds better than Saint. But he's just like yeah. you got the alliteration. I not. I don't want to hold him back. No. I'm not holding him back. He's you still know? in heaven. It's but it, okay. for he's the good. moment, it it sounds pretty. He's their awesome. patron saint, and they don't even know it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, we have not introduced our guest. Oh, well, if Dave. he needs an introduction, we have the one and only Father Sean Donovan. Hello, hello. From the Diocese of Tulsa in eastern Oklahoma, uh, pastor of the Parish of Immaculate Conception. Well, what's the full title? Because that's not the full title. Yes, Immaculate Conception in Pahuska, and then I also have St. Mary's in Barnsdall and St. Anne's in Scheidler. Okay, so it's not like Our Lady of the Immaculate Conception? No, it's just Immaculate, Immaculate Conception. Okay, okay. Yep, you got it. Perfect. I, I do like to make sure. And by the way, we're make at, sure. today's the vigil of mm-hmm. the Immaculate Conception. Right. In the traditional Today we're recording on a Saturday. Yes. We've been really jumping around a lot lately. With Our schedules have been crazy. We're keeping yeah. people on their toes. Yes. Yes, just when you think we're in the West. Just when you think you know us. Yeah. We're in but the, the major in fundraiser the was last night. So. For St. Michael Radio here in yes. Tulsa. Yes, so thank you guys for, for your prayers. I know that there's a lot of guys praying for us, uh, uh, for the success of the, of the fundraiser. And I would say, we don't know exactly, but I would say that it was a very successful evening. Very. Uh, we had a, a great turnout, sold out, 350 plus people there. We had a, a great, a, like, 
array of questions for the Q&A. Yeah, it was great. Uh, it, it's really cool to see how the questions over the years, this is our fifth year to do it, have progressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like that our attendees, their knowledge of Catholicism has increased. Because, you know, the first couple of years, I remember like, well, how does baptism save souls? And, you know, some... Yeah, it sac- was very much basic apologetics. Right. And, and now we're getting questions about... Leon- uh, the Leonine prayers. Leonine prayers like after the mass. The longer St. Michael or the shorter St. Right, Michael? Right, yeah. And it's like, and do you recommend the laity praying the longer form of the St. Michael prayer? It doesn't yes. seem to be it's recommended. Very informed. Yes. Yeah, it was like, yeah. yes. In awesome. Fact, the, the longer form is for priests, right? The longer form is fine. And it, and I think it is part of the uh, minor exorcism uh, books that are oftentimes handed out to, for priests. But. Uh, the shorter form of the St. Michael the Archangel is the traditional one used at the end of traditional masses mm-hmm. and can be used at the end devotionally after a Novus Ordo low mass, too. Is the um, longer form, is it okay, are the laity, is it written for the laity to pray the longer form? Cause I you think, know, I'm not sure. I'm a priest, so I gotta get full yeah, yeah, access. You, you, can just, you can just like don't <laughs> open, it, worry open about up it and like, just like, <laughs> I am all of them. I got them all. I have all the best prayers. <laughs> <laughs> Prayer. <laughs> No, except for the reserve prayers, then I got to talk to the bishop about those. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So some some you do need faculties for. I do. Yeah. If I were an exorcist, but and if this I is... were an exorcist. Oh, nice. Yes. One of these days we should do a, a an episode on binding prayers and just like how they can be used, how they should not be used, because yes. That's, that would be a good one. That's like something. This is a good, this is a good topic. That's yep. something that people don't know about. But one I would and like. You can kind of end up in trouble. Luckily, I think through ignorance. Ignorance. Most exorcists are not going to be like, "Let's talk about it on the radio, though." Right. Well, yeah. I'm not an exorcist, so <laughs> that's fine. You know. But you two could do it. You could like read, you know, some of um, Father Gabriele Mort's books. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Yep. Yep. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. Father Ripperger also has a book on uh, yes. binding prayers yes, for the does. lady. Yeah. So. Does he? Mm-hmm. There's an exorcist who's not not willing, not afraid to. No, he speaks. Yeah, he does with clarity. Yes, he he's does. He's excellent and and rapidity. Yes, he's. I appreciate just, you. That. Just like you better buckle in <laughs> yeah. if you go to one of his talks. Do not try to take notes. It will be recorded. You can listen to it again. I have to admit, actually, I appreciate the rapidity so much that I've even listened to the Catholic Man Show. One, you know, after it's been recorded on uh, double time, just because I like to like I can finish it in. 20 Half the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's so great. And you guys seem like, oh my goodness, like you're going so fast. It's incredible. Yeah, and they can really put a thought together. <laughs> okay, so we're today we're drinking um my family's Krupnik. This is the 2019 edition. We've had Krupnik on the show before. Um Krupnik, for those of you who do not know, is a Polish dessert liqueur. This is um I would say a little enhanced from what what you might find at the store. It's stronger even than the last time I remember. Yeah, this yeah. Is, uh, the, yeah. the batch is. came out really nice. <laughs> it did. Although it's there's not as much orange flavor as the last as last year. You don't think so? It's Mm-mm. kind of a, a the orange zest is more of a finishing. Note. Yeah, yeah I, I, I do get it on the yeah. at the end. But last year's Krupnik and Father Chris Petrashko can can uh, vouch for this because we sent him a, a, a bottle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, last year, that orange peel was like, man, it was in your mouth. It was like the cinnamon and the nutmeg and the orange just like was all right there on the palate at the yeah. very beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it's a it's a liqueur. It was invented by Benedictine monks in Poland. Um, invented. I don't know if you invented. Sure. It was created. Yeah, sure. Created first. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not discovered. Whatever it is. Yeah. They made it. They sure. made it. 
Um, and it was used popularly in World War II for everything um, because it is has a lot of honey in it. So it's a good um, it's good for can be good for your, like your immune system. Uh, it's, I feel that it's yeah. a they were they would use it for a disinfectant. They would use it to like, <laughs> hey, we're gonna have to cut your leg off. Right, have some. So you, it's delicious. I want you to drink all of Do you this. You taste the yeah. orange notes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like my leg hurts. Those are the orange notes. Oh, yeah. delicious. That, <laughs> well oh, done. That could be the cloves. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> following right after the clove and cinnamon. Thank right. You yeah. So, much. so they would, they would literally use it for everything um, in in World War Two. So, uh, but it's very. If you go and buy it at the store, it's gonna be very sweet. And syrupy, um, and yeah, it is syrupy. It's very, yeah, it's it's kind of got a thickness to it, um, but it to me it tastes like Christmas. It does. When, when do you guys do this? Because it's it's now a family tradition for you guys. We to We typically make it together. do it um, close to. Ironically, I, it's not on purpose, but uh, the feast of Saint Martin is like pretty close to when we do that. You mm-hmm. know, it's kind of like there's just something about that fall time that you're when you prepare the family pig. Right. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and you're preparing kind of your stores <laughs> for the winter, and yeah. uh, there's just something natural about getting ready. It's like you're preparing it's like there was per- a to prepare of for Advent. Right, exactly. Oh, it's almost like God decided from a long time ago, like way long ago, that this would be a good preparation for something. What? Now we know. They used to not know. They used to be like, "Hey, wonder what we're getting ready for." It just feels like, feels like we're preparing winter. for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got it's got to be winter. Yeah, maybe that's it. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. And then, but it's wait, like, there's more. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Part two. There's a part two. But it's your dad. Is that right? Dua. Duh. Duh. Are you speaking Trois, French? Trois is is oh. three. Yeah. yeah. See, it's like that's two and a half is what I was oh, going okay. for. Yeah. Dua. Yeah. <laughs> But it was like your dad, you, your brother-in-law, you guys all get together yeah. and make this together, yeah, correct? The, yeah, and uh, Jake, my brother, he yes, he lives Jake. in Austin, so he, you know, he's he's not going to come up just to help make the Krupnik, but right. uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a Niles men tradition. Which is, I like that tradition. Yeah, yeah. It's a, so it's it's about a third honey. Um, we use Everclear for the alcohol, um, you know, but you know it's d- diluted, so it's I don't we don't know exactly how much, <laughs> yeah, like exactly how alcoholic <laughs> it is, but. It's very, very good. It's very spicy, um, not as in hot spices, not like pepper spice, but a lot of cloves, a lot of cinnamon, um, nutmeg. There's uh, and we use real ingredients. So, have like, you ever warmed it? I haven't. That might be a good thing I, to have outside. Yeah, and almost cold. like a hotty toddy kind of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. Yeah, use yeah. it. Use it in a hotty toddy instead mm-hmm. of mold wine. You have mold Everclear. Yeah, or or just like put it in some hot water. Even oh, that yeah. could be good. That'd I'm gonna be I'm gonna try that later. If you I've kind of got a cold going sniffles, on right now. There we go. Yeah, no, it is great for the sinuses. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's actually why I was like, you know what, we should do Krupnik because I've got a cold and I have a new would, batch. That would, that would that would really help. Full yeah. disclosure, you know, this is Plan B, an excellent Plan B, I might say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Plan A, there is a beer. Yes. Yeah. Tell them about this. Called Maccabees beer, and you can find it in in the Holy Land in Israel. Uh, it's very appropriate that they would have a beer called Maccabees. But uh, you can, I think, also order it in the United States. If you have, uh, feel free to comment about what you thought about it. Maybe we'll have it on a future episode. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah that sounds good. So, All right, when we get back, we're here with Father Sean Donovan from Pahuska. Going to talk about the Maccabees. Yes. I'm really excited about that. We'll be right back. The Hammers. Freedom! <laughs>
And welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles here with Adam Minahan. Our special guest today is Father Sean Donovan. All the way. Is that your cool 106.1? All the way from Pahuska. DJ voice. All the way. From Pahuska, United States of America. Means white hair in Osage. Does it? Yeah, coming out to all y'all Osages. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we're talking about Maccabees today, which has inspired the man gear, which is the hammer. The hammer, because that's what Maccabee means. The hammer has got to be one of the most basic, fundamental, I mean, it has to be the, the original tool. They had the hammer, and I think we've done a hammer before, but it was a long time ago, and we have a lot of people who... Don't go back and listen to it. Right, who haven't heard. So we'll I don't do, blame them. We'll do a hammer again, because I think it was the, the first tool. I'm going to hit this thing with that thing. Right, I need to right. hit something. I need to right. smash or break or pound something, you know, so as you pick up a rock, mm. hammer. Boom. Yeah, and they didn't understand they the physics of, like, inertia... Right. And like, why now am I able to achieve greater work in the scientific sense by holding something heavy in my hand? Because I'm still just as strong. You know, they didn't get it back then. They didn't know. Okay. But they knew it'll break it. They know the results. That They knew it works. Right. In a practical sense, not in a scientific sense. That's so, right. So one of the things that I do on St. Joseph's Feast Day is I've been doing this with my boys I think since Luke was three, about three years, is I buy them a tool on St. Joseph's Feast Day, and I teach them how to use that tool correctly. Uh, and so I have he, they each have their own toolbox, and then so I, the mm. idea would be, hopefully by the time they're 18 and they're moving out of the house, they at least have 15 tools that are good tools that they know how to use when they leave this house. Good for you. Uh, yeah. This last year was a, was a hammer, but it, I used a rubber mallet, Oh, smart! Because you know, with don't let jam it in their eye, right? Yeah, and like you know, the, and like the boys, some, the boys just other. like get like a guess, little aggressive. Yeah. They get oh, pretty yeah. aggressive hammering. It only and, takes and I didn't one wanna, blow, or like you know, to fingers to or you know oh, whatever the fingers, the fingers, Ooh, you know. And yeah. so that is a lesson though that has to be learned eventually, Sometime. right? Yeah, but the rubber yeah. mallet is a great one for for younger kids. Plus, you need a rubber mallet because oh, yeah. you need a rubber mallet for yeah. sure, especially if you're woodworking. You know, mm-hmm. like f- if you're doing finishing work. Mm-hmm. You will often need a rubber mess. You know, you don't want to bash it up, right? You know, break yeah. the rule it up. So anyway, that's my hammer story. That's great. So I, um, I have a what I a really nice hammer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was I graduated, and it was you know like you start when you get out of college, you start to begin to build your toolbox, and you get uh, you know maybe for Christmas that twenty piece tool set that is like, hey, here is. The general tool, you know, it's got a couple screwdrivers, uh, a piece Cra- of wrench, like a piece of wrench. crap tape measure, sure. and um, uh, really most of the stuff's pretty terrible. Most yeah. of the tools are pretty, pretty terrible, cheap. and yeah. so then, but it works. Yeah, to right. do some stuff, but then you start upgrading. The so hammer is probably the most effective of that. The hammer is the game. one that I upgraded. Yeah. Okay, and it's it's heavy, it's weighted. There's like in the handle, there's like uh, at the end of the handle, there's like a outward piece for your pinky. To stop oh. onto, oh. and like almost like an axe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Some hatches, hatchets are that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's just, man, I just like this hammer. It's all one solid piece of steel, um, and I think it was like thirty bucks, which is kind of a lot for a hammer, but it is, 
It is worth it. Have you ever thrown the head off of an axe or a hatchet before? No. I have. It stinks. But if it's one solid piece, you don't have to worry about it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And really, I think that you need two. You need a heavy hammer and a lighter hammer. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you want a shorter, lighter hammer. If you're just doing something small. You know, if I'm pounding a nail into the drywall... This big, this big hammer I have, it's a little bit of, it's a little bit overkill, um, and so it's nice to have a, a lighter hammer because you can be more precise. Oh yeah, you know, with the the strokes. Yeah. Um, so if you're just you know trying to achieve hammer goals, there's some there's some tips for you. Two hammers. You want a light one and a heavy one. I have my lighter one has a bottle opener on the back. I don't, <laughs> instead of like, you know, the, the nail right. thing, I don't recommend it. Uh, I've never sure used the, fun though, huh? yeah, it's like, oh, sweet. Yeah. Just in case I'm like in the middle of hammering and I was like, I need a beer. It's like, I'm parched. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Aussies actually have uh, bottle openers on the bottoms of their flip flops, which, you know, they, especially if they're, they're like really nice flip flops, uh-huh. then they're double pluggers. So I think we have some Australian listeners as well. So we do. you can verify that. Double pluggers, well, those are the high-end flip-flops because mm. they have two sides plugged in, and they have a bottle opener on the bottom of your flip-flop. Mm-hmm. I have seen flip-flops like that, which that could be cool because if you're on the beach... You don't really have these things. And you're you? probably drinking beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then again, you've also seen people who also have the touch who can open up two bottles of beer at the same time. Yeah. I, I use my wedding ring. Mm-hmm. Does she know that? Yeah, it's oh. it's titanium. Uh, yeah, carbide. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, t- you, have the, you do have the same rings. No, no, they're a little different. <laughs> they're a little different. I, I got so I spent like <laughs> thousands of dollars on my wife's wedding ring because she's worth it. She's worth. She's oh, worth. Oh, that's beautiful. She's worth ten times that's more. Wonderful. Ten times more than what I spent on her wedding oh. ring, right? And actually, and, infinitely, infinitely more, infinitely, infinitely more. Good, yeah, good, good call. But my yeah. ring was sixteen dollars on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Okay, so but we were talking and, about and that's hammer. more than I'm more than I deserve. <laughs> so we talked about the the hammer. And the yeah. reason why we we talked about the hammer is because of Maccabee. That's Maccabee. What, okay, yeah. so let's let, let's get in, let's just jump into the topic. All so right. So what have you heard about Maccabees? The the first and second book of Maccabees. You know any stories about it? I do. Yeah. So let's I wanted to talk it. about this because we just had couple weeks ago yeah. a lot of maccabees which we don't get very often no but all of the maccabees every time i read every time we get a reading from maccabees it's like man this is awesome that is a manly story oh, yeah. it's got to be aside from the gospels the manliest books in the bible that's why it leads right up to the gospels right yeah yeah right up to the top what's the word in first maccabees we got the understanding that god created Everything from nothing. Yes, ex nihilo. Uh, yeah, ex nihilo. I could not. That remember. comes from Maccabees. Yes, isn't that awesome? Oh, I didn't know that. So that's actually from uh, the Second uh, Maccabees oh. seven. Okay, and that is... uh, so that's with the, the. How do you know that? The, like you just the, you just are like. Well, he's a priest. He's well. I kinda, yeah, but... I do this for a living. But yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the martyrdom of the seven brothers is pretty fantastic. So uh, yeah, that we had we had that reading. Yes, it's so good. It was part of the. It wasn't on a Sunday. You have to be, you know, doing the daily readings throughout the week, which if you're not doing, you should be doing. Get yes. the Laudate app. I mean, it's like, very and you can just do the readings. So it's Second Maccabees seven twenty eight. I beg you, my child, to look at the heaven and the earth and see everything that is in them and recognize that God did not make them out of things that existed. And so this is a mother counseling her son 
Is this right? To go yes. to go and die. It Gosh, is better what? to actually be a martyr than to uh, renounce your faith. Because the, there was a king who was saying, no, you have to eat pork. I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm commanding pork. you to eat pork. He even like said to the older guy, he said, just act like you're going to eat it. And I will not give scandal, was his response. At my age, right. I will not cause other people to sin. Right, because he knew he was, he only, he said, what is it, uh, what am I give me get? a couple Six days? Months? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he said, right. no, he said no. Yeah. I remember listening to this reading, uh, I think it was at Daily Mass, and it just hit me so hard thinking about trying to put, like I put myself in the position of, of, of the mom looking at all the, her sons, you know, like, so mm-hmm. it's like, I'm a dad looking at all my kids. And just, I would be much rather just say, like, take me instead, you know, make me, right. you know. Sure. But and I'm sure there's much more suffering to sit there and watch. She, and each she would one have, kids. I'm sure, oh, much more willing. The Catholic equivalent would be, I mean, like, it's Good Friday. We've now been overthrown by some hostile government. They said, no, you cannot be Christian anymore. You now have to be, you know, secular like we are. Uh, it's or, good, is, or Muslim. It's, it's Good Friday, Muslim. Mm-hmm. And um, you have to eat meat on Good Friday. Yeah, I mean, and it's think like, about well, th- it's just eating meat. Like I eat that most days. You know, yeah. it, it's not even the same as the total prohibition of of pork for mm-hmm. for right. for Jews. Yeah, and I I'm gonna be honest. That's a violation I of don't, the faith. I don't know what I would do. Like, I would be that'd be a really I would like, be really. You now leave your wife. Am I really? Yeah, can lovely a, wife, a widow, leave and my children, children orphans, orphans, right? Because I didn't. I wouldn't eat. You know, like but that's a precept. I know. Right. Yeah, and it's like we have to be. Yeah, man, that's. There are certain yeah. things that, like, if I haven't considered ahead of time and decided, right. like, in this situation, this is what I would do. When it comes, to, when the situation comes, I'm not ready for it, and I get caught off guard, you know, and I don't make the decision. Later on, I reflect make, back. The, the old term for precepts, I yeah. think, actually is actually a lot more helpful. The like, if you talk to older generations, they won't say precept. They'll say commandment of the church. Mm. It's like, oh. Uh, that's a much weightier term. A little bit more helpful, too. It's yeah. Like, it's a commandment of the church. Do you want to obey the commandment of the church or not? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I want to obey commandments. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. See, if it's a commandment, to me, precept is... Uh, it sounds nice. When, when, if, the, if, if, we're, if there's, you know, okay, we could, use, we could use either one. Precept, using the word sounds commandment a is a mercy. Right. Because now... I can obey a commandment. I have clarity. I know what I know what is expected and commanded of me. Right. Mm-hmm. Because obedience is not I can actually obedience is one of the things I can do well. If I'm told to do something, you know, by by an authority that I recognize as this person or whatever has authority over me, okay, I can do it. I can do that. And now it's like, hey, it's not my if it's not the right thing, it's not my problem. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I was commanded by the church to die. And uh, you know, it's like now I can look at the church. I can look at God and be like, "Hey, I got these kids," and they're in like. And now we'll apply that to mass on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Commandment of the church. Commandment. Would of the you church, rather right. die? All right, man. It, or skip the, mass on Sunday. The rich irony of me being put in the situation of not being able to eat bacon and becoming a martyr. <laughs> <laughs> I love bacon so much. <laughs> Jesus would be sitting there on Boom. the other side of heaven, and be like. Well Well done, done, my my servant. Now eat this bacon. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back. (laughs) 
Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. Sitting here with Father Sean Donovan and David Niles. If you have not listened to the Winged Hussar episode, <laughs> you need to you do need to go a favor. do that. <gasps> oh, t- oh, we're good. We're good. We're good. We have Sorry. more. We have more. That's Sorry. Right. I was just. I'm not worried about more. I'm worried about he Your poured phone? it all over my phone. That's, that's Sorry, right. I you have a pant leg for that. Right? I was looking at your camera and it was like. Oh, Wait, your good. head was cut off, and so I wasn't here. paying attention. I am so sorry, Adam. It's okay. If it doesn't work, you just buy me a new one. Please have mercy on me. <laughs> As I was saying, if you have not go- gone and listened to the... We should keep uh, paper towels up here. Yeah, we should. Uh, the Winged Hussar episode with Father Sean Donovan. Do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor Absolutely. and go do that. It would be, it would behoove you very much. It'll blow your mind as it blew ours. Uh, that's why we had him on. But so we're, today we're talking about the Maccabees with Father Sean Donovan. Just a couple weeks ago, we had our good friend Thomas Lackey. We talked about yeah, the Psalms. Yeah. Uh, Thomas is always a good uh, go-to. Wonderful source. Yes. Um, but so we're talking about the Maccabees. We were talking a little bit about uh, the, over the last break. Um, uh, what well, ex nihilo? Ex nihilo. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. So this stuff uh, is this stuff is sticky, dude. This is going to yeah. be terrible. Yeah, it's kind of uh, full of honey, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the Second Maccabees, uh, chapter seven, verse twenty-eight. This is the mother, uh, this uh, widow, who is um, encouraging her seven sons to be martyrs. And in it, she says, "I beg you, my child, to look at the heaven and the earth and see that everything in the, it, that is in them, and recognize that God did not make them out of things." That existed. Mm-hmm. So it makes it clear that Almighty God created things ex nihilo. Is ex nihilo, that's a Latin word? It is. It's a Latin expression. And actually, of Because this would have been written in Greek. Uh, yeah, uh, well, yes. So the oldest source of all of sacred scripture is now the Septuagint. Right, so which everything is, is, is in Greek, which is Greek, right? And so even well, the, I guess it still would have been would have been written in Hebrew, or would probably have probably written Hebrew because this is Maccabees, so it would have been <laughs> originally. But but was, the oldest we have is Greek, right? So everything was actually like uh, everything that is now Hebrew Bible has now been uh, re-engineered back from the Greek to the Hebrew, because at Jesus's time there was a group of people who did not accept the Septuagint with. That was the was Sadducees, it, right? Or was it... Well, the Sadducees didn't accept anything other than the Torah, the first five books. Right. Okay, but there were some people... I thought and it was... They didn't, they didn't accept, accept it. the resurrection. Because right. it They're was... sad, you see. Yeah. Yes. But... Oh. Right, yeah. It's a good mnemonic device. But I could be wrong about this. Now I'm thinking about it. I was thinking that they didn't accept it because it was written in Greek and not Hebrew. Is that? But that's not correct. There were actually multiple uh, languages throughout the Old Testament as well, but it, it doesn't seem like that was the reason for the rejection of it. They just thought that that was the only inspired text. Okay. Yeah. Was the original, the Pentateuch, the, right. the five. Verse five. Okay. Yeah. One of the other Because things, Jesus, oh, quotes, Jesus quotes from the, the Septuagint. Septuagint. Oh, yeah. All the time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. One of the other things about the Maccabees is obviously it's... And it's good enough for Jesus. It's good, good enough for me. Yes, absolutely. Word. Yep. Uh, it, it references the benefit of praying for the dead. Yes. So that's actually Second Maccabees 12. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is a, a standard text also for the first reading of a funeral mass. Right. And it talks about reparation, right? Because in, in the does. importance of reparation. It's really helpful. So yes. if you haven't been to a funeral recently... This um, this might help, and if you have, this might ring a bell. 
So um, this is Second Maccabees 12, uh, verse 39 and following. On the next day, as by that time it had become necessary, Judas and his men went to take up the bodies of the fallen and to bring them back to lie with their kinsmen in the sepulchres of their fathers. Then under the tunic of every one of the dead, they found sacred tokens of the idols of Jamnia, which the law forbids the Jews to wear. It became clear to all that this was why these men had fallen. So they all blessed the ways of the Lord, the righteous judge, who reveals the things that are hidden. They turned to prayer, begging that the sin which had been committed might be wholly blotted out. And the noble Judas exhorted the people to keep themselves free from sin, for they had seen with their own eyes what had happened because of the sin of those who had fallen. He also took up a collection. Mm-hmm. Man by man, to the amount of 2,000 drachmas of silver, sent it to Jerusalem to provide for a sin offering. Uh, sometimes the, the translation is expiatory sacrifice. Hmm. In doing so, uh, he acted very well and honorably, taking account of the resurrection. For if he were not expecting those who had fallen would rise again, it would have been superfluous and foolish to pray for the dead. But if he was looking to the splendid reward that is laid up for those who fall asleep in godliness, it was holy and pious thought. Therefore, he made atonement for the dead, that they might be delivered from their sin. Okay, and so this is one of the this is one of the books that Luther removed from the Bible. Yes, Father Luther thought he was better than the Church, right? Yeah. Which had been part of the Bible for about twelve hundred years, officially. Really, it could, I mean, it, it's That's been right. it's been part of the Bible for well, it was even co- before that. Codified in two eighty one. It was. I mean, this is part Pepsi of the Damases. Old Testament. There was only a a few of there was a, a sect of the Jews who didn't accept Maccabees as part of the Old Testament, but really as that a whole... That only came about after Christ and his death and resurrection. Yeah, as a whole, the Jews, this is part of their 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 Old Testament books. If it's good enough for Jesus, right. it's good enough for And as Christians, we are nothing if not a fulfillment. We're Jews. Sure. We're a fulfillment of the Judaism, of the religion of Judaism. Mm-hmm. Right. So, of course, this would be part of our Holy Scripture. Sure. And then Luther didn't like how it didn't, Work with it his didn't, own theology. It didn't. Yeah, right. it wasn't in accord with his his personal well, theology. You've heard some so he removed about it. Also, like his initial rejection of the church was at the Holy Stairs in Rome. You've heard the story. Yes, I have. Yeah. Oh, so I he have was not, going up the not. Holy Stairs in Rome, which of course tradition uh, on holds his knees. that you should go on your yeah. knees for reparation. I have done this. I have done for this for yourself yeah. or for you know beloved dead. He was doing it for his you own have grandmother. To go to Rome, Adam. Like, you gotta go. Will you pay me? You pay gotta go. Me? I will. If, the, if, yeah. if, if like, that's what it is, I will. Like, if you need help going, <laughs> if, it's, like if it's a money tower, thing, like, send the if it's a money thing, dude, Rome. I will help you go. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he was going up on his knees, and he just kind of got frustrated with also some of the other encounters he had in Rome, which were troublesome. Mm-hmm. And he stands up on the Holy Stairs, which is prohibited, because the last person to, to actually ascend the Holy Stairs was our Lord before his judgment by Pontius Pilate. And he basically says uh, to himself, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm done with reparation for the dead. I don't believe in this anymore. And he walks down. So basically what this story is, like, correct me if I'm wrong here, so I want to make sure that I understand this story. So there's uh, Jews who are fighting in the battle. Greeks at the time would have these tokens, and these Jewish people 
took those tokens uh, kind of as a idolatrous, like uh, this false was, idol. False idol. Here's protect what's going to happen yeah. to protect them. Yeah. They obviously die. Yeah. Uh, Mac, uh, Judas get. Maccabee. Yeah. Judas Maccabee comes in. He sees what happens. <laughs> Thanks be to God. Right. And but says, we still need to pray for them and give alms. So every right. single one that died was one who was idolatrous. Yes. Right. And so, and so, these are, these are, they're Jews. They're but they, Jews, they had but fallen they were to, to the to temptation. Greek. Yes. This, I mean, they were, they, there was a temptation mm-hmm. back then to, you know, to worship these idols as sure. if like they were good luck charms. Oh like, yeah. Because you're going into battle. You had all these, you know. I can understand this temptation. You are, you are on the eve of battle fearing you your just life. You might die. And mm-hmm. you're thinking, you know, maybe, I don't believe in this, but. Maybe I'll hedge my bets. Maybe I'm going to hedge. Yeah. yeah like. You know, maybe it will help a little bit. What could it hurt? Right. You know, is kind of what... It's a lot more believable and also understandable than, like, people at the very beginning of the first book of Maccabees who decided to just totally try to, to uh, become Greek in all... Ways, shapes, and forms. Ways, shapes, and forms. Right, just because the they culture. thought it, like, was cooler. Well, also, yeah. like, you can get a job and you can assume Right, yeah, exactly. There's right. more... Like, if you have business done and politics done... In a gymnasium, in a gymnasium, or in a Roman baths or Greek baths, uh, you—they know that you're you're naked, right? Which is so weird. Like I was just actually doing some research before this episode. Is like, you know what the Greeks actually thought that like being totally naked for athletics, normal, yeah. Right? But you just have to cover your glands, the head of your manhood. Mm-hmm. And because if you actually expose the head of your manhood, well, that's that's vulgar. So just cover the top, and you're good. So if you were Jewish, then you could eat. You had a couple of different options. You could either cover artificially, you could cover uh, me- mechanically by actually extending yourself to also try to fake being a Jew. This is why in the first couple lines of Book of Maccabees, it says in verse uh, chapter one, verse fourteen. That and they remove the marks of circumcision. Ooh, what does that even mean? No, actually, we don't have to get into. Yeah, it. we don't have to get into the nitty gritty details. I don't know what that means. You can also look into. Uh, I don't want to Google it yeah, either. That's like this, this is this so. is hairy, yeah, treacherous territory. Or there's even surgical procedures to try to undo it. No. What? Yeah. No. No. So that's what they did to try to progress in society. But that goes to just to show you how you know how, how pri- far how they far went. they this how far they like, moved, like yeah like this is what that they were doing that they were willing yeah. to succumb to what the uh, regular day practices of their society of their culture they were right. able to say like no 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 in order for me to get ahead in, in culture today I gotta do this. I gotta do this I'm Similar gonna sew to, some things onto my manhood well I mean yeah. similar, I mean you, you can with stitches right I mean we're talking down, like actually have surgery was like what I read like the Cadillac of procedures mm. and then there's another one there's no way just, that looked normal i mean the, no, the greeks would have seen but, you and be like but they also like even the greeks would tie themselves up to hide this so anyway it was it was a weird time uh, i mean but it you was can, a weird time. i mean weird even time. even today in, in today's world we can see we there's catholics all around that are taking uh the catholic faith to the back seat to progress in yeah, today's society we can, we can like you know mimic I mean, Joe Biden has been doing that. I mean, anyway, not to name names. Uh, We'll be be right back. (laughs) 
Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles here with Adam Inahan and the Reverend Sean Donovan, Catholic Priest of God, the Diocese of Tulsa in Eastern Oklahoma. Thanks be to God. That's my favorite way. It's like priest of God, not priest of something else. It's like on a holy card, priest of God. Priest of God. That's right. Priest of what? Was it? Was it one of the pagans? Like no, of God. Boom, roasted. Right. <laughs> that's exactly. That's very fitting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about Maccabees. Maccabees yes. is incredible. Like, just stop what you're doing and go. It's just two books. It's just two books. It's fantastic. Short books. You gotta do it. It's, it's not. It's, it's not a great like, read in adoration. That's what I did. I, it's I not read like, through them in adoration. Oh well, yeah, that, yeah, that's a great idea. Stop what you're doing and go to adoration and read Maccabees. But it's not. When we Done. say book, it's not like a book you get at Barnes and Noble. Is so is much it better. like, or if you still have one of those? <laughs> Or Amazon, it's God. like it's like a like a booklet, okay? Because yeah, it's, it's not, short. It's not overwhelming. You could just read it. Really, yeah. like, there's like 15, cha- 16 chapters in first one. Right. It's not. It's not like the Gospel of John, second. okay? No, where yeah. it's you know like all those chapters. No. No. It's so mostly historical. It's not that deeply theological. It's not yeah. that difficult. So, but it's super manly because there was this dude. Judas, yes. Judas Maccabeus, yes, the, the oldest Gr- brother. The Greeks come in, right? So let's let's even go back to like the beginning of first book of Maccabees, with the death of Alexander the Great. Now talk about a very manly pagan, right? Like he conquered the known world, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's only thirty three when he died. Thirty three when he died. I know, I know a dude. Oh, who died at thirty three? Even better at thirty three. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, he conquered eternity. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, like oh yeah, Europe. Great. Well, yeah, I conquered well the universe. Yeah. <laughs> you did Afghanistan, still better than America. Oh. There, there are planets on the other side of, 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 of the cosmos. Got them. I, I just so, saved them. Yeah. Yeah. And so once Alexander dies, then all of his uh, successors are divvying up the land. He helped to give them to his captains, and they divvied up. But, thank you. Mm-hmm. So... Once they do, <laughs> Antiochus... Let's put your phone Epiphanes right next to his glass. Oh, there we go. Paranoid here. <clears throat> Antiochus Epiphanes, who was very full of himself because he called himself like, God shines upon me, basically. Yeah, like I do Epiphany. that sometimes. Right. <clears throat> only, so, only in the mirror, though. But some of his, some, some of the people that were under him would call him Epimanes, like he's out of his mind. <laughs> uh, so, so he decides that, okay, well, we're going to actually establish uh, a very Greek civilization amongst uh, all, the, all the Jews. Which is like the hip thing at the time. Oh, the, yeah. Greeks, the Greeks are like, ooh, they're so like uptown. We're going to have and, baths. We're going to have gymnasiums. Right, yeah. It's very modern. Means very naked cosmopolitans. Right, yeah. yeah they're very modern. Like, ooh, all the technology, like oh, yeah. flowing water. Oh, yeah. F- amazing. Aqueducts, right? right? Really yeah. good. And then, uh, so a lot of the, the Jews were abandoning their faith and trying to hide their circumcision, which is awkward yeah. conversation. And then... It's so weird. It's so weird. And, uh, but it's, it's so prevalent and like we can't really escape it when it comes to the old testament i just don't understand why like all the dudes want to get get together be like let's just be naked let's let's (laughs) just hang out but like don't show certain parts but like show most parts let's be mostly naked it's like okay well like well i mean it's just as like arbitrary as like areola areola bad but like everything else is fine and like hollywood is like Hmm. still right immodest Hmm. it's still immodest but they had, you know, they're Greeks, they're pagans. So I mean, they but there's no women here. That's what I'm saying. It's like if if so they had they like if they, there were women in the baths. But they had the equivalent. It's they're all like, dudes. They're <laughs> like just cover your glons. When you can look that up, you cover your glons. You don't have don't, to. Don't, or don't don't, don't yeah, do that. It's fine. And uh, 
then you can run around naked. Right. So and a lot of the Jews just went for it because they knew that if they didn't, they, they couldn't progress <laughs> right. in their jobs. So they did so. And then he decides that he's going to actually start to uh, like uh, basically persecute the Jews directly. Okay. So he does so, and Matthias, um, Matthias, he and his sons, uh, he speaks out. Or Matthias, as we might say in English, right? Matthias is actually different from Matthias. Oh, okay. Not not transliterated. Okay. Slightly different. So he says basically, like, no, I have my three sons. We're not going to do this. So he refuses to do so, and he dies. And uh, Judas Maccabeus takes over Maccabeus, meaning hammer, because he's the great, you know, war hero. And then after that, so Jonathan takes over, and then Simon from from after after his other brother, and then finally, uh, so they they succeed. You want to read First Maccabees chapter three, the early victories of Judas Maccabeus. And this is this well. Pretty, let's this tell the story good. about. Here we go. Is this where he where they fled and like? So he says. Then Judas's son, who is called Maccabeus, hammer, took command in his place. All his brothers and all who had joined his father helped him and gladly fought for Israel. He extended the glory of his people like a giant. He put on his breastplate. He belted on his armor of war and waged battles, protecting the host by his sword. He was like a lion in his deeds, like a lion's cub roaring for prey. He searched out and pursued the lawless, and he burned those who troubled his people. Lawless men shrank back for fear of him, and all the evildoers were confounded, and deliverance prospered by his hand. He restored the temple worship. Which right, is, so he's an archetype of Christ. Yes, yeah, so he restored temple worship within three years of the desecration of the temple— because of Judas the Hammer, they reinstituted uh, liturgy. Right. So he's there. He's in a town. He's got his. He's in his town. The Greek messengers come and say, "Hey, you must now worship the the dude." And there's a Jew who walks up to the whatever, and he's gonna he's gonna worship the Greek ruler. Oh, yeah. And this so, goes back to his dad. This goes oh, back to his dad. Okay, so that's his dad? That's his dad. His, this like, is fantastic. So, yeah, so his this dad, is a sweet story. Matathias, Matathias. So, when he, so he says, uh, even if all the nations that live under the rule of the king obey him and have chosen to do so by his commandments, departing each one from the religion of his fathers, yet I and my sons and my brothers will live by the covenant of our fathers... Far be it for us to desert the law and the ordinances. Yeah. As for me we and will, my house. We will obey the Lord. We will not obey the king's words by turning aside from our religion to the right hand or the left. Ooh, the right hand or the left. We, the straight and narrow. So this is First Maccabees chapter 2, verse 23. And he stabs the... And he, he finished speaking these words. A Jew came forward as if to rebuke the words of Mattathias and... In the sight of all, to offer sacrifice upon the altar of Modain, according to the king's command, when Mattathias saw it, he burned with zeal, and his heart was stirred. He gave vent to righteous anger, and righteous. he ran and killed him upon the altar. At the same time, he killed the king's officer who was forcing him forcing them to sacrifice and tore down the altar. Thus he burned with zeal for the law as Phineas did against Zimri, the son of Salu. Okay, so then he and his whole family and like 
the town that rallied around him fled into the mountains and into the forest. Yes. Which and then they then began they to conquer wage, Jerusalem. They waged guerrilla warfare essentially. Yes. I mean, it's like the movie Braveheart. That's why I was yes. yelling freedom earlier because it's like this is the movie Braveheart. They except conquer the Greeks. For real. They beat everybody out of Jerusalem. And then Judas Maccabeus takes control. He dies in battle. Then his brother takes over. Then he's taken away by Trypho. Then his brother takes over. And he becomes actually not just the high priest, but also the governor of Jerusalem. And then he's killed by his son-in-law. And his son, one of his last sons who was not actually killed, takes over. So it's like, forget Braveheart. You know, like... This is the real story because they're they're sitting here fighting for real truth. They restored Jerusalem. They restored the sacrifice in the temple. Willing to lay down every single thing. So this, thing. Is, a, this is just a, a manifestation of fortitude. Absolutely. It's then, just man. It's raw manliness. One of the most like powerful examples is actually of the widow. So you have the, the widow and her seven sons. And it's very beautiful in Second Maccabees. Because this is a long. Seven. When we get this reading, it was a daily reading about a month ago, and yes. it's a long reading. But it's martyrdom of the seven brothers. It's like man, it is. Everybody so worth needs it. to read Second Maccabees chapter seven. Just read the whole chapter. It's fantastic, and we quoted it at the beginning of this segment. You need to go back and read Second Maccabees chapter seven, the entirety of it. Then skip ahead to chapter twelve. And in chapter 12, that's when they actually talk about prayers for those killed in battle, which is also one of the many bases of prayers for the dead and right. for purgatory. Mm-hmm. Right, because if they're dead, and even even it says, if there was if this was a pointless prayer, he'd be wasting his time. Right. The the collection. Right. It's just a big it's just a big waste of energy and time and money. Well, because you got to think about it, these guys were committing a grave sin mm-hmm. at the very end, and so in order to Either it would have been superfluous and foolish to right. pray for the dead, if, if if it was not actually effective. Right, right. But us here, at Church Militant, can help. Like we can make reparations, we can. Mm-hmm. and so that's why it's so important for men to uh, have a. I was about to say rigorous. Uh, Rigid. I think you mean rigid. Maybe rigid. Yeah. yeah, a rigid prayer life. I think yeah. that's rigorous yeah. is fine too. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Well, we're just trying to be more rigid here on the Catholic Man Show. <laughs> You're so rigid. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Thank but, you. But part of that is because prayer is outside. Of, you know, God is outside of time. So when we pray, we can pray for people who are long dead. St. Saint, Saint Pio would pray for the happy death of his grandfather. Yeah, we can pray for our own happy Many death. Many days after he's, he, he had died. Right. We can pray for the death and salvation of our children, our grandchildren. I don't have grandchildren he's yet. outside of time. Right. right. I can pray for the... the the salvation of my whole lineage, sure. God, God willing, I have forward I have or backward, any. forward and backwards, because my prayer, God can receive those prayers and apply them to the person at the right moment, because yeah, he's like super strong. Yeah, he's like really well, strong. Not bound by time. Yeah. Now there was a rumor that Mel Gibson would actually make a Maccabees film. That would be nice. If that would be, I sweet. would much rather him. I'm a little nervous about the part two to oh, the passion. Me too. I, I'm a little nervous. Yeah, much I, more nervous. Like, I'm hoping. That. I have good hope, but hope if he okay. did a Maccabees film, then that would be great. Oh, yeah. be so sweet. His genre is blood. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us. It was, Absolutely, it was, a, it was a blast. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. Just raise your glass. And cheers to Jesus. Cheers. Father, can we have uh, have your blessing for yes. us, us and our listeners? Absolutely. English or Latin?
Um, I prefer Latin. Latin. Do you want us to be school? Benedicat vos omnipotens Deus, Pater et Filius et Spiritus Sanctus. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Father. El sweet. Any Facebook questions? Do I see? Do we have El any? El sweet. Fa- El sweet. That's Spanish. That's Spanish for the sweet. <laughs> the sweet is Spanish for the niño. Yeah. <laughs> I got the reference. We're good. I don't see any Facebook questions. Okay. Oh Although sweet. my Facebook is like way way behind. My Facebook video. Mm. Didn't St. Thomas Aquinas really pull from the first Maccabees or, or second Maccabees when he was talking about ex nihilo? I'll have to check. I'm pretty positive that's... I wouldn't be surprised. That's what he started pulling from when he was talking about how God... Created cre- out of nothing. Uh, created out of nothing. Because it's much more explicit in, in the Maccabees, Maccabees than it is in Genesis. Right. Mm-hmm. In fact, yeah. Genesis, it's not a, fo- it's a not full so clear. Cl- no, conclusion. Yeah. Not at all. And so... Interesting. And so I think, if I remember correctly... When I was perusing the Summa, you know, like I just like you know, do, you know, like, like I do, want to do, yes, just for fun, just for fun, you know, on a, are you Thomas Lackey on a Tuesday, yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, but I'm pretty Hi, sure Thomas. I've got about four or five minutes. I think I'll just peruse, yeah, Summa, just just kidding, yeah, yeah. Whenever uh, I'm not teaching my sons to maybe hammer. just two objections, right. I'll just uh, maybe two objections, <laughs> just two objections, and then we'll go, and then I'll move on. You know what I was thinking is that like it's cool, you know, what Adam does, and if one day, God willing, if I have sons. I plan on doing the same thing. It would be sweet if you did that for your parish. Like, hey, it's uh, St. Joseph's Day. All the boys come to the rectory, and we are going to learn how to use a We're gonna lathe. We're going to do it. Yeah. Like, or, or it's, we need to have like, a little advanced. The meat master but, come out to Pahuska. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, do something manly. Oh, yeah. As their, as their spiritual father, you're going to take yeah. all the boys and do something we awesome. Have like, you know, big pig on a spit. Yeah, because also and make it fun, like yeah. not not just like hey, you have do- the land, so we can do yeah. it. Yeah, a lot of priests are afraid to do that because right. of the scandal, you well, know. And I, like, I I I get it. I get it. I'll deal with young people when their dads are present. There yeah. need to be at least bring the there dads need to along, be a hand adults in, and we're good. A yeah. handful of dads. The, yeah. the, the dads are welcome because sure. you know how much better is it really so for the son better. for the right. son when it's like. Dad and father, right? Like, oh, yeah. It's like that's my how, two dads, both my dads. Yeah. yeah, my spiritual dad. That's how we do. Also, not, like I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> not like not not everybody though is going to have a dad who's going to be there. We have, but um, that doesn't mean that like now a majority of adult men serving in our parish, and their sons serve with them. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. That's very cool. It's great. That's one thing we need to change about altar servers is Making that clear, you don't age out. Yeah, you should be aging in. Yes, not yes. aging out. Did you have any idea, like the the profound dignity of being able to serve at the holy altar and right. be able to actually use the communion patent? And whenever I was when I falling. was serving, like by the time I got into probably eighth grade, I I thought like, oh well, now I'm just too old now to serve. I used to serve. This is for kids. Yeah, it's I a kids to- thing. I think we need to in like if you're ten. You're not old enough. You're not old enough. It's like I've got my th- point where now. Or you do what like uh, most precious blood does. Like if you, you're, right, you're old you enough, have an MC. But, but you're you are you are over here, and all right. you're doing is is you have a minor over a there. minor role, right? Yeah, yeah. Like and you're have, watching the senior guys do, perform. and you have to earn seniority. I've right. now asked the Knights of Columbus to be the communion patents. It's like this is the most important well function played. of any server. So you take care of the Eucharist. You have the communion patent. 
the children cannot. That is a great idea because also it's like now there's a reason to be a Knight of Columbus, yeah. you know. It's like you will serve at the altar. You will not only, you know, like read the readings, but you will help with communion, mm-hmm. especially. Because I don't have time. You work up to that. I'm a knight, but Me I don't too. have time to do anything with the knights. Right. That's, and that's not a cop out. I honestly don't have time. Like, uh, I'm running a radio station, doing a podcast, you know, a family. I have, other, I have other stuff. Um, someday, I when I retire, like it's in a long time, I plan on becoming incredibly active with sure. the Knights. However, if it's like the Knights are responsible for protecting Jesus in Mass, all of a sudden, like be there, I'm like there. am I not going to be a Knight? Of course, right. of course, I'm going to. Even yeah. if even if I don't do it. I'm going to become a knight just because, like, that's what a knight does. One of the best stories I've ever had in my whole life was my first two years of priesthood. He was in his 80s, and he served daily mass better than anybody else. Hmm. He was on top of things. Let me ask you a question, because I used to go to daily mass at the cathedral, and there was a a man. Mm -hmm. He wasn't old, but he was... You know, 40, like in his fifties or something. 40, 50s, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when he would serve, I I appreciated. Forty, so watch out. So. Okay. okay. Yeah, he was in his <laughs> he was in his fifties. He was in his fifties. <laughs> yeah, like I used to think thirty was old. Like, yeah. oh man, you are old. Like yeah. so old, old man. Like, yeah. you, are, oh you must gosh. have your like life together. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 multiple times over. Yeah, dude, our fifteen year ca- class reunion is coming up. No, that's like, weird. Yeah. You just had the 20? Yeah. Uh, it like, I got that email and I went, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I got to sit down and I might have to poop. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I just don't know myself anymore. Right. <laughs> but this guy, he would serve daily mass. And uh, so the, you know, you got the two little jars for pouring mm-hmm. the water and the wine. He would hand one to the priest and like the wine, it's just wine. But and he the priest would pour Cruet, some and accrue it. Accrue it. Thank yes, you. And welcome. the priest would hand it back and he would like kiss, kiss it. it. Yeah. And I, traditional mass. Yeah. I just really always appreciate. It. It's like wow, that was a very reverent. Yeah. You know, to even just like reverence this the vessels. Like even though this is Lord, just wine and this is just glass, but it will become God. This is the just matter. The, the reverence, like this wine, even though the, the wine still in this cruet is not about to become sacred. It is Some destined. Of it, did. it is, but even this wine is destined for us for the high. Like there is nothing greater. Humanity is not greater than this wine. This That's wine true. is destined to become God, and not even the people in this building Can have such that. a such a calling. Yeah, the vocation of this wine is greater than anything in the in the universe. Father Mark Kirby would point out that because he was half Irish, half Italian. Mm-hmm. The what a combo! I mean, isn't that crazy? The, so, the yeah. combos of uh, if only he was like a quarter Polish as well. Oh, like, really? You know, like, like, yeah, he'd, he'd be perfect, right? Yeah. So he uh, he would mention that, especially in southern Italy, if they dropped a piece of bread in the kitchen before they gave it to the dogs or to whomever, or threw it in the trash. Southern Italians traditionally would kiss the bread, and he once asked one of his relatives. Why do you kiss the bread? Yeah, that's weird. Before you give it to the dog, like you're just so you kissing. Away. Yeah, he says because some bread becomes Jesus. Hmm. Like, okay. All right. Beautiful. It's a beautiful, you know, kind of devotional. Yeah. It's like recognizing that, yeah, some bread, not this one, but some bread becomes Jesus. So yeah. Praise to our Lord. So I always appreciate. Is that in though? Like, um, 
How do, is there a missile? Okay, so like, how do you know what the server is supposed to do? Is there a missile for servers? Yes. Well, there's an instruction manual, and they give you all the rubrics. So like, kiss the the priest's hand. You know, kiss the wine. Is that in? Where is that? Uh, you know? So yes. Is that in the, the ordinary form for the missile? Like the instructions? It's not in any or, ordinary form. Has almost entirely silent rubrics but as pope benedict pope benedict said that anything that is silent in the novus ordo we can always allow mutual enrichment so anything that's silent in the novus ordo you can apply that still apply the traditional mass not that we should see like man that stuff it just like it kind of it stresses me out it wears me out a little bit because it's like should we apply it are we supposed to apply it are we not you you know it's like you can i know but i wish i wish the church once again, like I'm an obedience guy. Sure, Cl- clarity. I is, just want the church. Helpful. Yeah, I so want the church to, to tell mass, me what to do. Clear. You know, traditional mass is cl- crystal clear. Right, it says do this. Walk Novus over Ordo here. Is turn this way. Also clear. You know. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not at it's, all. But oh yeah, it's. So, I mean, it, just like I wish. Yeah. Especially when I. When you go go to a Latin mass, if you have not been to a Latin mass, I offer go. If, <laughs> yeah, if nothing else, just to watch the servers. Yes, I'm not kidding. Yeah, it's um, impressive. Like you've got these eight, ten year old boys who are up there with do, with or rigor. Go to, go with to Clear Creek, and you have like, monks serving for you. Yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah. okay, but it's like, oh, well, yeah, well, they're they're a monk, they're a priest. It's you one know, thing to see. Like a they're pro. Stu- they're a pro. Like pro. No, no, no. Go to your go, go to, to a, precious blood. Go to a right? local your local Latin parish, mass yeah. parish, mm-hmm. and you will see a twelve year old boy with precision, militaristic precision, and exactness, which is what we all crave. Right. Clarity. Exactly. Yes. There is, and that's it's something beautiful. So. um uh, Father uh, M- Murray? No, no, no. In Ohio, uh, F- Father Paul or uh, Jonathan Myers. Myers, Jonathan not Myers. Myers. Yes. Yeah, not Murray. Myers. Yeah. So wonderful priest. Oh, is he? Oh, one, it, one of like top yeah, notch one of the priest. best. And top notch. He has what he has done for the liturgy in his parishes is incredible. Really, especially his altar servers. Really, he has all boys. Minimum but he has, it's all boys, but he allows women to join, girls to join, but they don't. You know why? Because he has created an environment of masculinity where they, they don't just, the, the altar servers don't just go over there to do something, they march. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it is with exactness, precision. And Everything is like regiment. This uh-huh. it's a regiment. This like it's all and it's all based on hierarchies, like, superiority. Least, he has like, like at least twelve altar servers at every mass. Every every like Saturday night, he'll have twelve. Like, on this like the nine o'clock Sunday, it's like thirty. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like because he basically he had that, to invent stuff for them to do. Yeah. Like uh, so he created these like. Like candles, extra and, extra candle. You know, like right. they extra have some at Most Precious Blood where they carry these like torches, ca- yeah, torches. torches. So he has like we have the immaculate, but you know. yeah. he has yeah. Well, he has like twenty five on oh, a right. on a night, Sunday morning. We're gonna have eight tomorrow. Oh uh, wait, this evening for Bishop's Ladder. Nice, nice. nice. Yeah. Adults yeah. and and they like young men at the when he when he elevates the host they raise. Raise the torches. Yeah, yes. I mean, it's like, and we have the incensation for uh-huh. the yes. Sanctus procession. Mm-hmm. When you have we all of this, to have that. Yes. You know what? It's just so tonight. It's so beautiful when you have come all on, of these things. Come back over to Tulsa because come it's like <laughs> come back to Bahasca. It's a good place. Twenty torch holders. That's a little excessive. And you're like, 
dang right it is. It's excessive in the right, King perfect way. So you know, Lord yeah, of like, Lords. There's nothing superfluous about it. Right. It's not like if we had like it's what if a tragedy. Twice that. What a tragedy. We only have twenty. <laughs> like, yes. I wish we yes. had two thousand yes. up here. You know because I wish. Our servers outnumbered the angels that were here, but they don't, and they, they don't. never will. But what he does is he, he he gets up there and he says, "If you are if you are a, a boy who's in uh like sixth grade or above, I expect you to be here for altar server yeah. practice." And I saw him do this. We were, so we were there in I Ohio. I expect you to be here. And he, good. I was hanging, walking down the hall with him because we're at this high school where this conference is being held, and this kid walked mm-hmm. by and he's like, "Hey, I forget the guy's name, but he's like, uh, Robbie, come here, hey." Where you been the last two weeks? Mm-hmm. And the, he, he, you could tell Robbie was like, uh, well, uh, uh, and he's like, you gonna on Sunday? I expect to see you up at the altar. And he's like, he said, yes, Father. No, no. What he said was like, you know, Jesus has a second coming, right? Oh, that's, that's right. He said, he said, you know, Jesus has a second coming, right? And he goes, yeah. I, I hope to, I hope you have a second coming as well. Oh, yeah, but but you could tell like he and was like telling him. You will be there. As a spiritual dad, like, hey, listen, you, I requ- I'm expecting you to be there. Yep. Yeah. It's responsibility, and men thrive on getting on having responsibility. And this priest, he has Sextitude. He has one in quotes parish with six campuses. I thought it was what? four. What? It's four in Ohio. In it's Ohio, four. is it four? It's four. Well, I only there's have three, so you know. there's right. but they're different. Par- this is one parish. Mm-hmm. Okay. So but he has, do. there's all these um, very old par- like churches in Ohio that were yeah. all going through, like, you know, they had like 15 parishioners. Yeah. Just, and they were going to have to tear them down. You mean like Scheidler? Right? Yeah. And Bristol. so what, what he and the bishop came up to is like, we're going to make them one parish. The collections will all go to all of them. And like, so he does, I don't know how many masses. And, I, but I think, he kind of has to rotate between well, like you know the what? four locations. Law, but you know yeah. what? He yeah. only has one employee. Everybody else is zero. a volunteer. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's all a, volunteer. Yeah. That's the way it should be. And he be. says like, "Hey, That's I what expect most precious, most precious blood in Tulsa is in it right. as well." So yeah, yeah it's like volunteer. I expect you. You guys, this is your this is your this is your parish. Your, yeah, parish your parish should be run. Take care of it. Right. If you have a skill, you should be offering it to your parish. Yes. Yeah. Oh, like if we, you're, if we don't you're, say time, talent, treasure for no reason, right? Right. And there's a reason why treasure is last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's your time, your talent, your treasure. If if you're giving your time and your talent, the church doesn't need very much treasure. <laughs> you know, like right. that's yeah. yeah. Anyway, speaking of time, yeah, we gotta time. go. Anyway, Father, thank you for thank for you. joining us. It was a blast. Pleasure, always. Peace. <laughs>